0: you are now plugged into action features
1: what a hot jam
0: yeah man yeah hey did we talked about that Batman comic the last uh, last episode I don't think so oh, uh, thing.
1: no we didn't we didn't talking about it I don't I don't think it had happened yet it didn't I don't think so. Like me and you talked about it after. Okay. But it, it hadn't happened last time we recorded. Okay. Well, there's a comic called Batman the Damned. Oh.
0: That's kind of a bad word, but sort of not. It's a, it's okay. It's okay to say it. Uh, well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Action Features. It's episode something. Uh, so that comic came out. Yeah. And it's it like came, the hottest came comic way out. ever. Yeah. Like it's so crazy how many people want that comic now. It's all really because of that. Because everybody, every article I see just talks about that.
1: Yeah. And every
0: person that says, oh, you got to grab it. That's where you see Batman's, you know, his private parts okay. in the comic.
1: Yeah, so for those who don't know, there's one panel in the comic where... You see his private Bruce bits. Wayne's walking away from, was he walking from a wreck or something? Or? Just, I think he's
0: just leaving the Batmobile and taking his outfit off in or
1: something. He's walking towards the, you know, towards the viewer and... His, his, his Bruce Wang is hanging out. Because
0: it's an adult comic. Right. It's for mature readers. It's for mature readers. When this comic came in, you know I help out at the comic shop. You I, know, I know you do. We unpacked the boxes, and the comic was oversized. And anytime time a comic is oversized, it's like a tough sell. It's tough to figure out where to put it. It's tough to figure out you know, how to ra- put it on the rack or how to put it in your comic box afterwards. So they're usually a tough sell. So when they came in, we looked at them, and I was like, oh, like this silly thing. It's, it's, it's at that point, we didn't know. What was going on? And Bob was like, "Just you know, put them in as many files as you can. We just gotta get try and get rid of it because it's it's that stupid oversized stuff." Um, and then uh, every article starts talking about it, and they sold out within hours, you know. Uh, and now it's crazy expensive. And uh, DC announced they're not going to do a second print on it. Good. this is it. Yeah. It's only this printing. That's it. Bob was telling me though that he went down to Baltimore this weekend. And Brian Azzarello, the writer of the book, was charging $50 to sign it. Oh, come on. $50 to sign it. All you are is a comic writer. And that is totally praying. Not
1: one that I have heard of any.
0: Yeah. That, to me, is ridiculously excessive. That's that's insanity. For a comic writer on a current book, because the book is hot, to
1: charge $50 to people to sign it. The book isn't even hot. And that's... It's hot because that's the thing that bothers me about got that all advantage. of it is that it's it's like oh so that's what sells a comic now is just yeah like it may be good I don't know it's I didn't read it
0: but I don't hear anybody talking about it if it's good either right nobody's telling me that it's a really good book
1: well do you think it's everybody's talking do about you it. think all the people that wanted to buy it heard oh that's a really good book and I should pick it up
0: no they heard they bought it because of this exactly that's why it sold out so fast exactly because of that not because it was a good book because of that. Well, for that that writer, and again, I'm going with what Bob's told me from Baltimore, and I don't know if he heard it from somebody else or if he actually witnessed it at Baltimore himself, but that he was charging people $50 to sign the book. That, to me, is a slap in the face to your fans. That's like, insanity. That's really wrong. You know, you're a current writer. You, you've got current work in comics for you to charge your fans $50 to sign this book when the book itself is going for 100 or some dollars now. So if a fan bought wow, the that's book— insane for a hundred and some bucks now to go to you and then be charged $50 by you to sign the book is ridiculous. My predict- Comic and ri- artists, I'm sorry, I should go ahead. off there. Comics, uh, writers and artists, current ones. I have a hard time justifying them paying for signatures.
1: Well, they haven't built up their legacy and that's mm-hmm. the thing that's going on is, you know, people think they have a legacy automatically and maybe it's just because of this book is like you said, it's hot right now, but, uh, you have to earn, Yeah, you have to earn that. Mark Schultz will sign your thing for free right now.
0: Totally, most comic artists you and know. writers, current guys, will do it for free. There are some of the legacy type guys that charge Neil Adams charges. He's earned it. It's Neil Adams. He's been at it for a long time. What does he charge? I don't know off the top of my head.
1: I bet it's well, I don't know, but I would I say it's not say fifty it's like
0: bucks. Twenty five, yeah, maybe something like that. Um, but you know, he he doesn't do as much current work anymore. Yeah. He's built a legacy of work over the years. Um, he's a name draw. Uh, I can kind of justify it with some of the older creators that have been at it for a long time. Yeah. A current guy on a current book is ridiculous. That you're charging $50 for your signature. A
1: writer, no less.
0: That's riding the wave of a hot book because of, of it being hot for the wrong reason. I predict and it preying on your fans.
1: I predict it is going to drop in price after, after all this, Goes through and people actually read it. And yeah, it's like oh, I don't know, this isn't that great. I've
0: never been a fan of Vazarello as a writer to begin with. Yeah. This makes it even less of a fan to hear he's charging that much for the signature. What a nut! Whatever. Yeah, we're so anyway. I've just going off my little tangent. Today on the episode, on this episode, we're talking about something we talked about in other episodes where you and I and um, Joe at the toy mall. We had, e- we had created a list of our top 10, what we consider perfect movies. Yeah. Um, and then we compared our three lists to see what movies were the same. And it's been so long since we've done it. I don't remember all the na- all the movies on the list. Yeah. I remember there were a couple that we all three had, uh, uh, but-, but we've talked about it on the show. And Jason Leonard suggested that we do that on an episode yeah. to list our, what we think are 10 perfect movies. Uh, so that's this episode. I meant to post on the, the Facebook page beforehand for you guys to prepare your own list, but there's no reason you can't do it afterwards. There's no reason. No reason that you can't do it afterwards. Uh, there's a couple other things we're going to talk about first and we'll launch into that. And I was completely unprepared for this episode. I forgot we were recording today. I just to shot down this list super fast. But it was, <laughs> it was actually surprisingly easy. Yeah. Just go, okay, these are perfect. Um, is there something that you want to throw in here before?
1: Yeah, well, uh, Stallone's posted his first images from Rambo 5.
0: He's a cowboy yeah. cowboy on a steel horse I ride.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's a cowboy now. So
1: he's he's on his ranch. He's a cowboy boot. He's got a boot. Yeah. He's um, on the ranch
0: from the end of Rambo
1: yeah. 4. He goes back to the ranch at the end of Rambo 4. Um, so I don't know anything about it really, but it is kind of cool to see. It is cool. Him and the name of Rambo attached to it. I know. I know. They've made too many. But it's one of those. It's one of those characters where, you know, three was.
0: I, li- I would only say three is the only one I really don't watch that much. Yeah, and it was I, the weakest one. It was the weakest one. Or twice, and yeah. that's enough for me.
1: But the last go round was perfect. The I first think the first one's great. Yeah.
0: The second one's really it's, solid. The Second one's a lot of fun. Yeah. The third one you can just you know it is what it's it is. And The fourth one's great. Yeah. So I mean, three out of fours.
1: Pretty pretty Very good. good.
0: I can go for another one if you three out of your four are good.
1: If he's gonna treat it with, you know, with respect, I think he will. Yeah. And yeah. So anyway, that's that's out of nowhere. Um, oh, I I plugged my podcast drawn out on the last one, and now I'm informed that there's already a couple podcasts with that name oh, or a okay. variation of it. So I got to come up with a new name. So if you've gone oh, to no. the if you've gone to the page and looked at it or liked it, just just hold on. I gotta I gotta figure out all this stuff well, that's all over a bummer. again. Maybe we'll just do it through here, like we talked about. Um, yeah. But whatever it is, I, I want to get these things to you guys. Uh but so anyway, I gotta change the name. Or
0: what if you what if what if you uh what if you just change the spelling of draw it out? Oh, I'll that's throw a good. Throw a silent letter in there.
1: Yeah, I'll throw a know? silent letter What about draw
0: it out? Draw it out. Draw it out. That's good. <laughs> Drawn in. What about draw nout?
1: Mm. Draw nout. What about draw you varmint?
0: Yeah. What about that? Yeah.
1: I say draw. Draw. Draw, draw out. Draw.
0: It's draw out. Uh, okay. Well, keep us so, updated, man. Whatever. Yeah. Um, comic stuff. Since we just talked about this bad thing, um, <laughs> Mike's dad room crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I let him handle it. He looked at it for like. It could have been more than, like, three minutes. <laughs> and it just... He just listens to shows. show, so I don't mind writing him out. <laughs> it, just, it just happens with him, you know? Like yeah, my so, dad reads <laughs> my comics, too. And I, every
0: time I give him a comic, I know it's not going to come back. You know back. it's not going to come back. In good shape. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. It's fine. Uh, so Dick, Dick Tracy is out from IDW. It's a new series based on classic Dick Tracy. But for some reason, they decided to put modern-day stuff in the book.
1: Um, yeah. So like hacking. So yeah, and and there's something about a, a, hacker, a hacker and there's a cell phone and there's, uh, the hacker is a software yeah, engineer or, or something like that. Something? But, but all of the vehicles are 1940s era vehicles, except for the police car, which is a modern VW bug. Yeah. Which does not make a good cop car. It would not to begin with.
0: Well, and, and the speech and everything, all the yeah. kind of actions of the characters kind of feel like old yeah. timey stuff. So it really is confusing why the all reds who, who are the writers on this decided to do that. Like yeah. mix that stuff in because you, like you said earlier, you take that stuff out and it's still the same. The book's still exactly the same.
1: And the, the way they're talking to Tracy too, it makes it sound like he's, he's the old veteran cop who just won't give it up. So is this supposed to be modern day? Cause he looks young. Yeah. Um, so I, it seemed, yeah, it seems like an unnecessary, confusing, confusing thing. The
0: timeline thing. Um, um, I, I think the art leaves a bit to be desired. Yes. But I do like the vibe of the comic. It kind of feels like an old Dick Tracy strip. They're,
1: they're trying to make it, they're trying to stick with the fun yeah. factor. I would like to see somebody, my my thing when I was going through it, I didn't have a problem with the story so much, but the, but you said the art, uh, and it seems a little bit lazy. It seems like there are a few panels where, Seems to me like the, you know, the artist and I, maybe, he, you know, deadlines and all that stuff. I don't know, but yeah. he seems like, seems like he was, he and doesn't, well, he really doesn't understand composition at all for a panel. There's one panel in there where a guy's going up a staircase for an airplane and right in the center of the panel is the, sta- the whole panel is filled with a staircase and you barely see the guy. Yeah. So it's like, what am I looking at in this space? You're just filling, you have you focus on the wrong thing. Yeah, you know, totally. There's like, there's a couple other panels where he left backgrounds out and that's fine, but didn't even try to, you know, usually you put in like some hatching or yeah. some black to lead your eye to the right spot. And he just, he just did a few lazy swipes with the brush in the corner for nothing. I mean, it's just like, yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like hack work to me. And, and this is for IDW, at least in my limited experience, that's, I don't know if they're getting these guys for cheap or if they're just rushing I don't know these books what's out, going on that, there, you know, cause that,
0: but, but that leads me into the most disappointing, uh, news for a while for a comic. And that uh, is the rocketeer. Yeah. Now, they teased the rocketeer thing in December and the announcement was in the latest previews. It's rocketeer reborn. Number one, I'm going to read the synopsis here. A rocketeer for a new century. It's been 80 years since Cliff's Secret first found an experimental jetpack and soared through the skies of the Rocketeer, becoming a hero along the way. Now, decades later, the Rocketeer is all but forgotten. A legend of the bygone era until J- Cliff's jetpack is found, but in a most unexpected way. One that causes conflict for several people, each of whom are drawn to the jetpack, some for good and some for evil. A pulp-inspired modern-day adventure.
1: Yeah.
0: Who was asking for modern-day Rocketeer? Nobody. Yeah. I So the, the picture yeah. they've got here is a drawing of what looks like a 50s diner or 40s diner or whatever. And there's a guy sitting there with the, the helmet, and there's a kid taking a picture of the helmet with the iPhone.
1: So you want to keep, you want to keep all the – you want to try and keep some of the feel of it, but you want to include cell phones.
0: You want to include the cell phones. Uh, is what – So, I, I again, like the Dick Tracy thing, yeah. you know, with this modern stuff in here, this seems like it's going to be worse. It's written by Elsa Charitaire and Pierre Culinet.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Yeah, I'm not interested in this at all. Why in the world would you take everything that's cool about the Rocketeer and take it away? Well, it's not the... We said this before when we were talking about the Rocketeer comic or the cartoon or whatever they are going to do. It's not the rocket itself that makes it cool. That's just another flying guy. So now you're just going to have another flying person, modern day. Modern day person that can fly around with a rocket pack.
1: Who cares? Well, the thing that bothers me about... These companies doing this is that they're doing it with things. Okay, so the Rocketeer had Dave Stevens did. This is basically two stories, but they're continuation of the, the same story, yeah. basically. And so there were two short stories. Just
0: to fit in one trade paperback
1: that you got All his Rocketeer right. stuff. And then those were kind of sandwiched into a cohesive story for the movie, which basically mm-hmm. covers a lot of the same ground. Yep. So that's basically it. Aside from, you know, IDW did those Rocketeer adventures, which were fun, fun, and those were cool, and I like those. But there really hasn't been. It's not like this is something that companies do after you've had 20 or 30 years of, okay, we've been through Cliff Secord stories, and we don't know what to do now. You know, think about New Adventures of He-Man. Yeah. You wouldn't do, like, one season of He-Man.
0: And then all of a sudden go... It's time to do yeah. a new He-Man Give it a, a few new years, century yeah. with a new character that found right. the sword and do this and right. do
1: that. We're not done with it's Cliff so Silly! You man. can't think of anything there's so else many things for, you can do with him. For him, you look, Nazis are the bad guys that people yep. love to hate. Uh, that time period. I mean, there's a there was a, a magic to it and and once again, the dynamic between Cliff and Betty is a driving force in yeah. the story. And I don't know. It just seems like it, it, it seems like it, people don't have any faith. They buy these properties and then they don't have any faith in the properties. It's like, yeah. it's like, you know what Disney's doing? Like, okay, we've got the Rocketeer, but people don't want to see the Rocketeer. People don't want, people will understand it if it doesn't have a cell phone in it. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> it, we said this before. when We
0: talked about that one, but I, I feel like it really cheapens the Rocketeer yeah. when you just uh, pigeonhole it down to, it's people just like the rocket. Well, pack. if you
1: just put the rocket pack, it's like on the somebody. rocket pack.
0: Yeah. Right. So they, that's what they like about the rocketeers. They like the rocket pack. I don't give a crap about the rocket pack. Yeah. I like cliff. Right. I like his story. I like him and Betty. And I like yeah. a PB, and I like all these characters. That's for me, what the rocketeer is about. And it's not about a stupid jet pack. Right. That's just the, the device that, that's in right. the story. That's like saying you know, we're, we're doing a new Indiana Jones comic and it's, it's 80 years later and his hat and whip have been discovered by another adventurer, and now we're going to see what kind of a modern day adventures can be happy with Indiana Jones. Now, if the hat and whip are with somebody else. Yeah. Hat and whip have nothing to do with him, really. That's right. just tools he uses. It's it's him, the character, that's interesting. There
1: seems to be a lot of that going on. Uh, like yeah. characters lost it's or secondary. characters thrown out for just uh, devices. Yeah, I that's will true. not buy
0: this book. Yeah, don't buy it. I have every racketeer book. I won't buy this book.
1: Yeah, I'm not, not interested even.
0: in this book whatsoever. Um, I think it's ridiculous that if this is what they were teasing, which it seems like they were, that they even teased this.
1: I wonder it's if, so dumb. I wonder if uh, it has anything to do with Rocketeer at War. I don't know how that did. Man, I, there was
0: only four issues, though.
1: I didn't like it. I didn't it think. It was awful. Yeah, it didn't look good to me. It wasn't
0: good at all. But so, everything else they did with Rocketeer was, I thought, good and, yeah. and well-received. Like, Rocketeer Spirit was good. Yeah. Rocketeer Adventures was good. Rocketeer Hollywood Horror or whatever. That Cargo of Doom was good. Cargo of Doom was of good. Doom was good. Yeah. All those were fun and well-received. I don't think they... The only one that didn't work, really, was that last one. Yeah. But I don't think it necessitated
1: Yeah, maybe Maybe reboot. they're just trying to do that anyway. I mean, silly, just, man. That's, that's the way things are going.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of things that may not be well perceived, the Venom reviews have started coming in. Really? And Venom is apparently not very good. Really? It's been compared to Catwoman.
1: Oh, my goodness. And um, I Jonah Hex. S- I didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Venom is apparently not very good at all. Wow. Yeah, but it's critics. I mean, it could be that it's a lot of fun. But <sighs> it's definitely made me go, I don't need to see it this weekend. I can probably wait for a little bit yeah. to see it. You know, I, I want to judge it for myself.
1: Yeah, the thing with critics is... Um, if you already have a gut feeling about something, and they confirm it, then it's like, yeah, 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 that makes sense. But for this, I mean, the trailers all look pretty good, pretty and fun, I yeah. just, seems like if you want a Venom movie,
0: it seems like yeah, it. it seems like this is it. Tom uh, Hardy himself though did say his favorite forty minutes of the film were cut. Oh. Forty minutes.
1: His favorite. His, his fa- favorite forty minutes. 40 minutes.
0: A movie's only like an hour and Uh, and a half long, you know? So this this is like a two-hour movie, and you lose 40 minutes that he liked. That's a lot to say you liked, too. Like, I really like this 40 minutes. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm definitely not super jazzed to go see it right off the bat now. I can probably wait it out. But again, I do want to judge it for myself instead of letting the critics decide for me. Speaking of movie stuff, though, yeah, and paying to go see movies, I will pay to go see two movies next month. What's that going to be? Movies I've already seen. Oh, yeah. Or actually, one next month and then two in November. Tell me about them. Beetlejuice comes back next month. That's cool. Super excited about that. That's fun. And then in November, uh, Superman comes back. Yeah. I'm very excited. I've never seen the original Superman on the big screen. I'll I'll go see that. And it's one of the movies I've always wanted to see on the big screen. Um, I'm very excited for that. And Batman Mask of the Phantasm comes back for one day.
1: Mask of the Phantasm? I've seen
0: that on the big screen, but it's been since it first came out.
1: Bullet yes. also is supposed to oh, be. Oh, really! I don't know if we've missed it now,
0: but yeah, oh, I'm pretty cool. excited. Halloween, I think, is going to be playing at the drive-in too. Okay, the original one with the reboot one. That's cool, and so that'll be fun to see both of those in a row if I have time. Sequel. Yeah, exactly.
1: Not a reboot. I'm
0: sorry to say, reboot. Yeah, no. I meant to say uh, this, the soft reboot slash sequel that they're calling.
1: Um, I don't know why that's put so many labels on. It's a sequel. It's, a sequel. It's, it's the same, a sequel. it's the same character. It's
0: a, I guess they're calling it soft reboot in that it's not a sequel to the other movies. So it's not sequel of first movie. A full-on sequel yeah. because it, it ignores the other ones. So it's kind of rebooting back to the first one. So I think that's what they mean by it. All right. It. Uh, yeah. I think so. Okay, so that's everything I have written down. Do you have more stuff written down? All
1: right. No, That's that does it. That's,
0: All right. That does it. So these are 10 movies that we consider perfect.
1: Yeah, I want to ask you what your criteria is. How did you come about this?
0: So, uh, directorially, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's directed well. I feel like um, it's acted incredibly well, like they chose the right actors for the movie. It's something I can go back and watch again and again and again. Sure, there are maybe certain special effects things that when you look back at it now, you go, okay, that effect was a bit off. Mm -hmm. But putting myself in the mindset of the movie that it came out, or, or the time that it came out, I can go. Okay, that's the effects that were achievable at that time, and so for special special effects is the only part where it gets a little strange, because there are some effects I can go back and see a movie and go, oh, that's mm-hmm. by today's standards that that looks a little bit rough, um, but everything else is as good as it can be to me, yeah. and I don't feel like in these movies there's any kind of wasted things or things I would take out of the movie and go, you didn't need that, you didn't need that. Um, this is an okay movie. This is a good movie. Uh, this could have been better here. This could have been better there. None of that stuff happens with these. It's like, this is just about as good as I, I can possibly imagine it being. Mm-hmm. Um, that and two, it, it also plays into when it came out and how much of an impact it had on me, like how much of it still registers with me today. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's certain movies that I liked back then. And I thought they were really, really great back then. Um, but they don't keep s- staying with me all these, these years. What is your criteria? Uh,
1: a lot of the same, um, acting definitely, uh, direction, uh, soundtrack or something. I was going to say soundtrack.
0: There's a couple of mine that I, I ignore the soundtrack on, but the more I look at each one of them, I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. That soundtrack's pretty, pretty important
1: too. It doesn't have to be a soundtrack that I own and listen to on its own, but it definitely can't be a bad, like music, bad music, a bad score will ruin a movie for me. Um, but soundtrack, um, story is something that I included. So, like, it has to make sense. Yeah, and it has to take you along without. I don't. I don't like having to think about something too hard or I think agree. like, why, why is this happening now? I mean, if it's anything like that, it's probably not on my list. And uh, rewatchability is if, if I catch it on TV and it's on. I'm probably just going to sit and watch it. Even yeah. if I watch it for a few minutes or till commercial or something like a movie that I can watch repeatedly over and over. I try to keep some things off my list that I knew were going to be on your list. Okay. So that we didn't
0: So we didn't do have that. Too many.
1: This came together so easy for me. I just, I, it, there's more than I thought.
0: Um, I want to touch <laughs> back on that story thing that you just said too. I also like the story to be self-contained in just this movie. There is yeah. one or two on here that are part of a trilogy or a sequel sure. or something like that. Um, but I do like that. All you have all you need about these yeah. characters is this movie.
1: I hadn't thought about that, but I agree completely. You know, and that probably fits every single thing yeah.
0: on one. Like you just—they give you enough in this movie to understand these relationships between these characters. It doesn't assume that the re- the viewer already knows all of these things. It it explains these things. It gives the movie. it to
1: you. Yeah. as enough solid storytelling. Yeah, um, yeah. So. These, I mean, mine are not in really in a particular I have order. no order. My number one is my number one.
0: Okay. But I as, don't have a number But aside
1: one. from that, it really could change any any day.
0: All right. So you to jump in? Yep. Let's jump in. Going, I, I have a total of, what did I say, 14 or 15 on here? Yeah. Because my last spot, I'm just going to be like, okay, it's all of these. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't really decide which one makes that top 10 spot.
1: Yeah. All right. It's going to be tough. Uh, drive is my number 10.
0: Oh, that's um, on my
1: list. Probably not a lot of people's list, but I, uh, you know, just looking back at it, I cannot fault anything in the movie. Um, Every single frame in that film is perfect. Every single frame in that movie has been thought out. Every single action, every single piece of dialogue has been perfectly thought out. So that's why it made my list. I did really enjoy it. It's not a feel good movie, you know, but.
0: Soundtrack is a big part of that one. Soundtrack is a big
1: part of that one, too. So. Also, Perfect, uh, the rest of them probably will be, and I guess that one is too. I was going to say Perfect doesn't necessarily mean my favorite. I have some favorite movies oh, that yeah. are not perfect. Totally. So. Uh,
0: this one I'm going to start with, with one that will probably be debatable for some people. Um, but again, this this is personal taste getting into it too. 89 Batman. I debate you, sir. 89 no, Batman I'm to me is kidding. perfect. It's, I knew that
1: was going to be on your list. It's on mine too.
0: It's exa- It's on
1: your list. I took it off because I knew it was going to be okay. on your list, but it's a movie that I think of as like, that's movie from start to is
0: Exactly. I, I put it, I'm saying it first because I think a lot of people already assume I'm going to say yeah. it. And there's going to be some people that say, well, this is wrong with it. That's wrong with it. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that movie as it stands. There are certain changes that are made for the movie from the Batman mythos, but to make it into a better movie, like the, the Jack killing the parents thing.
1: And what are talking about? Being a self contained one, yeah, one exactly. Story to too, give you everything
0: yeah. you need, and you got to also, like I said, put yourself in the mindset of that time and how it changed Batman, how Batman was before this movie, and the public mindset that Adam West is Batman and it's pal, bam, biff, bop, um, to what it Batman then became after this movie. I mean, it changed Batman completely in the public eye from what it was before to this, um. And it's just a great movie. Like, it's really fun to watch that movie. Uh, The acting performances are great. When people are still saying they want Michael Keaton to play Batman, and he's 30 years removed from this movie, and they'd still accept him as Batman, that's a pretty darn good performance. You know? uh, The soundtrack's great. Visuals are great. Yeah. To me, it's a perfect movie. It is a perfect movie.
1: Number nine is Jurassic Park. On both of our lists. I, I, I... once again, can't think of anything wrong yeah. with the movie. Um, there's there's an element here that I can't put on a list, and that is magic. Yeah, There's something that happens with some of these movies where it's just the right person at just the right time, and it's just, just everything seems to come together in a way that is magic. It's yep. magic. I don't know how else to describe it. And Steven Spielberg seems to be...
0: He's on a lot of these. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at the I helm agree. of
1: a lot of these, but that movie... It's it's self-contained. It's I never read the book, but I know the book was around before the movie was, and yeah. this could have easily been crap.
0: Oh, could have. You you put this movie out five years before, yeah, and the effects can't handle it. You know, maybe maybe they can't. If
1: Spielberg was doing it, then it might have still been good. It but, might
0: have still been good, but it wouldn't have been. I, I there's certain visuals in the movie, and I I'm, I'm a proponent for. Practical effects, other yeah. practical effects, but there are certain things in that movie that are done in CGI that couldn't have been done with a practical effect. There, are, in all honesty,
1: yeah, I will say that there's CGI in that movie that holds up
0: exactly way better than say, a lot
1: of modern. Five years so.
0: later, yeah. the CGI is overboard, yeah. and it's not, and it's going to look silly and fake and like a, a cartoon character. Yeah. Where they're going to have it doing stupid things. It's right in the right time where CGI is just starting, and they're not overdoing it and they're not overusing it to the point where it's just like only in these spots where we can't do it practical. And we're putting the CGI in there, and it's not a silly amount of CGI, yeah. and it doesn't look ridiculous. Um, it's the perfect time for the effects to work together. Yeah, for it to come out at that time period.
1: It's also a movie I can watch any time, and that's something else I think all these, a lot of these have in common. Driver can't watch any time, but a lot of these have in common. Yeah. Any, I, I anytime. Agree. I can
0: watch most of these movies on this list any any day or night.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, I also have Jurassic Park, <laughs> so I'm going to go on to another one. Um, let's get this one out of the way The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. It's the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. It's a perfect movie, perfect performances. Yes, it's in the middle of a story. It's the only one of these that yeah. I feel is like you kind of do need to know what's going on with Star Wars, you kind of do need to know where the story ends with Return of the Jedi, but it's the middle part of a story and it still works so perfectly well on its own. Yeah. Even though you do need to know kind of those things, you can still just watch empire strikes back by itself and get what you need.
1: Yeah. You know, I can't imagine, you know, I can't can't imagine not knowing the story or not seeing any of them and watching it. So I can't really objectively it's it's tough
0: to pull yourself out of that. Yeah. But it's just so well done that I, I have to ignore my own, Uh, You my own thing on the 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 list, you know, a factor in deciding these, and just go. There's so much in there that's great. Like the Walker scene is so great. The Yoda is so great, and Han's performance is so great, and the final duel between Vader and and uh, Luke at the end of the movie is so great. And you find out so many things in the movie um, that it's just like, man, this is this isn't a movie. This is like an epic. Like it's just it's amazing the scale of it, everything about It's just like incredible that they did this, that they made this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think once you get past the beginning and the ending leaves it, open. you know, you want closure at the end, but everything that happens within it is contained within itself. Pretty much. I mean, you get the, like you could, you could piece in things. You uh, could, you get enough,
0: you know, of Ben explaining things to Luke and Luke finding things out from Yoda and the relationships between the characters. Um, it's probably, I mean, it's, it's the only sequel, like the second part of something that isn't an original film on my list. And I feel it's one of the only sequels that's, that betters its original. Movie. Yeah. Um, it just took everything that Star Wars was and made it better.
1: Yeah, I agree. So that was on my runner up list. There's just other things that i it you know,
0: so so far just Jurassic Park on both lists.
1: That's correct. Yeah, because you knew I'd have Batman. <clears throat> I knew you had Batman. <clears throat> I also tried not to write down movies that I thought everybody would like that I talk about a lot on here.
0: Yeah, I didn't care about that.
1: I know. You, uh, <laughs> uh, number eight, Gladiator.
0: Oh, I, I should have put that on honorable mention. Everybody's I forgo- think maybe that was in my ten list back then.
1: Maybe yeah, it might have been. Everybody's forgotten about Gladiator it's now. So great. Um, but man, when you catch it, it's emotional too. buckle man. up. It, it's, I don't mind saying I cry at gladiator. It's a, it's so good. It's, um, it's very character driven. Yeah, it it's really not is. just the action. You know, it's one of those things where all the elements came together just right. And it's, uh, it made an impact. It made an impact mm-hmm. on cinema, I think. And upon uh, a lot of the world. So
0: yeah, gladi- a great soundtrack. Go back and watch gladiator. Great acting, great performances, visuals are incredible.
1: Yeah, Gladiator's great. (laughs) That's what made Russell Crowe. It did. um, He was acting before that, but.
0: Um, I'll I'll throw out another one that's probably on your list Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: (sighs) Yeah, that's my. That's on there, right? Is that your number one? That's my number
0: one. Uh, I'll I'll go back to it. That's okay. We'll edit this.
1: I can throw something else in that spot. (laughs) (laughs) Raiders of the Lost Ark. Come on, guys. You know it's
0: perfect. (laughs) It's perfect. You know that movie is perfect.
1: I don't have I don't have one single complaint about that. There movie. is
0: nothing you can complain about. Every every character is great. Every actor is is performing their character perfectly. Um, it's got a great villain. It's got a great soundtrack. It's got the ultimate movie hero. Yeah. It's got um, awesome visuals, awesome effects. It gives you everything about that character without beating it down in the head what the origin of the character is. It yeah. just jumps you right into that character. It's just like, this is, you're right in the adventure. We're not going to spend half a movie explaining who Indiana Jones is and how he got to be this point. This is him. You're in it.
1: I heard um, Spielberg talking about, somebody's talking about Spielberg saying that he discussed with George and he said something memorable needs to happen in each scene.
0: It does. And they
1: achieved it and it does. And it's just like, it covers. You get a submarine scene. You get a, a hidden Nazi base. You get the, uh,
0: a horseback chase. A against Cairo
1: yeah, uh, setting backdrop. You get uh, archaeological dig. He is an archaeologist. You get. You get everything that you want in there. You get a little bit of tension between him and Marion because it's yeah. not just a flat out romance. It's. It covers all the pulp territory plus breaks new ground for yeah, the newer yeah. movies. Just. When I think of when I think of a perfect movie, it's the first movie that pops into my yeah head.
0: Raiders of the Lost Ark is flawless. Yeah. I mean it's and it, it, like you said before, you can't really, there's <laughs> if every minute of the movie is being used, you yeah. can't think of a part that you can pull out and go, you can ditch this. Ah, uh, we
1: don't. I don't. There's wa- not I a don't single scene that.
0: in there that you can pull that out and go. I wouldn't miss this. I, I would miss every single thing. Exactly. that Took it away from me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. The humor is is great.
1: Uh, and not over the top. It's, it's just like everything blends so well in that. And once again, it's magic. It wasn't going to be Harrison Ford.
0: Maybe the best female character in a movie. Yeah. Or at least my favorite my female favorite. character in a movie. Yeah. Marion is awesome. Marion is awesome. She is so cool. Uh, and you know, it's it led into sequels. None were as good as it. They got close, but
1: I think we're planning on doing full episodes for each of those yeah. movies, so we can talk about those. But um, but yeah, yeah Raiders is killer what is it i could find flaws in the other two
0: i could too i but love temple of doom i do too but i could find some flaws. i love i can definitely find flaws in
1: last crusade i love last crusade i also really love last crusade it's one of the movies i watched the most maybe it's number uh, three for me but raiders is it raiders so. is perfect <clears throat> okay so all
0: right so i said that now you say something
1: no well i said raiders so now we can go back to you oh we also said you said it. you said it too so now i I'll said go back to me
0: okay I think. um all right, I'm going to try and throw out ones that are kind of expected, I guess.
1: Okay. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Come on. I knew that was going to be on your list, so I didn't put it on mine, but it is secretly on my list. Come on, Ghostbusters? It's on my mental list.
0: It's the, it's the only comedy yeah. on my list because it's the only comedy that belongs on my list. It's not just a perfect comedy. It's also really just a perfect adventure movie, too. You know, it's yeah. it blends better than any other movie. Comedy and adventure into one movie. Um, and a little bit of horror. Like, it's got right. all these different genres going on. Effects are great. Performances are great. Characters are memorable and well portrayed. Uh, it's got a great soundtrack. It's got a great villain. It's everything.
1: The story makes sense. You can it follow does. it.
0: Again, you jump right in, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. It doesn't spend the whole movie explaining what, uh, oh, there are ghosts and Here's how you trap a ghost, and here's how these guys learn this, and here's how they learn that. They get kicked out of university, immediately start catching ghosts. And you don't even miss a beat. You just believe it. You're just right in there with them, and you're along for the ride. Great visuals, great equipment. Ghostbusters. I know. It's, and don't tell me that Ghostbusters 2 isn't good, just because it's not as good as this. I'm not going to say it. Nothing is going to be as good as a perfect movie. The most it could hope to be is as good. <laughs> it's not going to get better than this. It won't be better than it. It won't be better than it. It's not as good as it, it but it bad. is a
1: good movie. It's, it's pretty good.
0: It's just not perfect. Yeah. This movie's perfect. Anytime a, a movie comes after a perfect movie, it's going to be tough for it not to get, oh, well, it wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah, well, it, the first one's perfect, so what do you want it to be? What do you want it to be? Perfect? Raiders of the Lost Ark is perfect. Of course, Temple of Doom's not going to be That's right, as perfect. perfect. It's the, it's going up against a perfect movie. What is it supposed to do?
1: So, Ghostbusters. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Um, Rocky. Rocky. Rocky is on my list. It's one of the alternatives. So I'm going to scratch it out. Yeah. Um, what, what, what needs to be said about Rocky? Other what needs than to be said about it? It's, a, it's the perfect, what
0: do, you, what do you need to say? Perfect
1: underdog story. And I would even say that I, I probably enjoy watching some of the other sequels more, but definitely I, flawed and easy, you know, yeah, this one's easy to defend. I mean, it really just, it makes you feel every, every bit of it. And, uh,
0: well, this one feels like a drama.
1: Yeah, and the film. other ones
0: are—I don't know—more like three and four. Uh,
1: yeah, three and four are definitely. Eighties was in full yeah. swing, and you know Rocky Balboa, I think, is was you know was right up there for me. But um, yeah, it's—it's it's,
0: it's just great. I agree. It's on my list as one of the alternatives, just because it's came out. It really feels like it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. as you know a. A sports type movie. Even though it's a sports movie, it's the only sports movie I could ever watch yeah.
1: and really like care about it. It's Sylvester Stallone's been inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame. He's never he's been been never actually been in a
0: boxing match <laughs> uh,
1: because he's done more for boxing than yeah, pretty much any almost anybody else. Maybe
0: I, I agree with your your so. your thing about the other ones are maybe re more. I can watch them more yeah because I don't have to. It's not as kind of heady.
1: Yeah, it's and, not you know, it's not heavy, but. Yeah. <clears throat> But it, there's just a soft spot for Rocky, you yeah. know, that really comes through in this movie. So once again, if it's on, if I catch it on, I'm probably oh for sure.
0: You're gonna so watch that. All right. So you said Rocky. What am I gonna throw out here now? It's a Wonderful Life. Oh yeah, good it's, inclusion. It's great, man. It's it's uh, wonderful. It's wonderful. Mm. Um, high caliber acting, great story. Uh, it's yes, it's black and white. Yes, it's old it still resonates as much today Mm -hmm. as it does back then. Um, It's, you know, you you talk about your, your Christmas movies, but this one really gives you a real story and a real um, life lesson as you watch the movie. Whereas the other ones are fun Christmas movies. The Christmas story is fun to watch and Home Alone is fun to watch. And Elf is fun to watch. This one, it, it really gets you, you know, Mm -hmm. like it really makes you feel like, Your life means something when you watch the movie. It's like everybody's life really does mean (sighs) something. And this movie hides it in the Christmassy type setting, but it it shows you really that each one of us counts and each one of us affects each other. And it's Jimmy Stewart at his best. I love Jimmy Stewart. Um, In Jimmy Stewart movies, this is the one everybody goes to because it's great. They play
1: it every year and you don't even have to watch it at Christmas to enjoy it. You really don't.
0: I showed it to my, my wife who said, and I was like, I'm not going to care about it. Yeah. But she w- watched the whole thing. It was like, okay. And she won't admit it, you know, back again right. and again, yeah. but she was like, okay, that was, that was really great. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. If you've never watched it, you're silly for not watching it. If you don't watch it just because everybody always says it's wonderful. Life. Oh, it's, it's been on all the time. If you, if you ever actually sat down and watched it though, mm-hmm. you would understand why they play it all the time. Yeah. Cause it's phenomenal.
1: Yeah. I agree. Um, Tombstone.
0: Ooh, I didn't have that one written down, but that is
1: perfect. Well, so many westerns, you know, were so close um, to my list. Unforgiven is great. I love all Clint's westerns. I love Open Range. Unforgiven is really good too. Yeah, but man, Tombstone. Maybe it's just because it hit me when it came out, but it's once again they treated it kind of like an action movie. Yeah. Without so much action, there's a lot of downtime, but there's a lot of memorable lines and and val kilmer at his absolute at the absolute top of his game as doc holiday kurt russell is a great herb, and so many familiar faces and it's just something else that uh i'm was a criteria for me was beats you know like movie has beats like music and comedies definitely do and tombstone Hits all the beats, like it hits yeah, its man. stride. When when you think it's gonna get boring, the right thing comes along, the right dialogue comes along. It's <coughs> visually great, you know. Amy never wants to watch westerns because it's just brown. Everything's brown. Like to, Tombstone is not brown. No, it's, it's not. Got a lot of color it's in it. Brawl. It's not just brown. It's very rich. Not brown. It's not just brown. So Tombstone. Tombstone. That's a great movie. Good pick. Uh, I, I said there were many more
0: sequels on here, but I have to throw this one in there. Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas.
1: I know that's you know? I know that's false.
0: Yeah, I'm just kidding about what I, I said know. What you're going to say, and I think
1: it's the next one on mine. I didn't so I actually. See,
0: why I was lying when I said that. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on, man! It's Jaws. Uh
0: okay, yeah. We know Jaws is on here. We talked about it when we did the Jaws episode. Jaws is on my list too. Another Spielberg. I think it's that's what too? I think
1: that's what prompted prompted
0: us talking, talking about. about this. This. And we did, I think we all three of us had Jaws. Jurassic yeah. Park, maybe Jaws. I think we both had all those on here. So I'm saying it now. Just re-listen to our Jaws episode to see why it's on the list. Yeah. Come on. What you it's gonna, Jaws. You're not going to... You know it's perfect. Come on. You know the soundtrack's perfect. You know the acting's perfect. You know that the shark effect was is not perfect during filming, but everything you see on the screen is perfect.
1: It's perfect to me. People complain about it not looking real now, but it looks p- pretty real to me.
0: Did you hear Dreyfus recently? I, oh. I just saw this today. He said uh, that a Jaws re-release would be huge. If they redid some of the uh, uh, shark effects with some CGI, cleaned it up. No, no Richard Dreyfus, don't do that. He's wrong. I, he's I wrong like, on that.
1: I like Richard Dreyfus. I do but too,
0: but in this case, he's wrong. Yeah, don't ever do
1: that. I like that the shark is kind of this lumbering beast yeah, that's man. coming up out of the sea. Unstoppable. Uh, yeah, we can get. Yeah, we talked about it. We listened to jaws, episode. that's why it's on here. Go ahead. Uh, okay, sand pebbles is is on my list. What's sand pebbles? The sand pebbles. What's the sand pebbles? Okay, you have to watch it.
0: Okay, you have
1: to. It's a okay. It's a three hour epic. Oof, okay, I'm not gonna watch it. You sit here at the computer uh, all day. You got three hours, buddy. Sand pebbles. It's a Steve McQueen movie. It's okay. directed by the guy who directed The Sound of Music. It's based on a book by a, um, Richard McKenna, who was a, a sailor in the U.S. Navy during okay World War One and are in between World War One and World War Two and it's it's the only movie that McQueen was nominated uh, for an Oscar. All right. Okay. okay. It, it has Mako in it and it's just it's perfect in its scope. It's uh, the subject matter might not be for everybody. It's it speaks to me particularly, but McQueen is this sailor who finds himself in the navy. He all he cares about is the engine. Okay. So the engine room is his thing. He doesn't care about Drills. He doesn't care about duty. Isn't doing. He doesn't want any of that crap. And this is takes place in nineteen twenty-six or something like that. Twenty-nine. I can't remember. Um, but uh, you know, he's got to teach somebody to run the engine room too. And all they have is these Chinese coolies. They call them coolies. They help out on the ship for like a little bit of pay, so they're not actual. And they have got this. This. Uh, there's a whole lot. But okay. But back at this time, you know, the U.S. had patrol boats on on the Yangtze river in China. Okay. And there was threat of, uh, China was going through stuff. They had like local wars going on there. We weren't actually involved in a war, but there was combat. And, um, he takes on Mako who plays, uh, this coolie and there's a language barrier and he's trying to teach him how to run. It's, it's man. It's so good. It's so good. And it's so,
0: when does he lose the Babe Ruth sign baseball? That's and at the, the end. That's
1: towards it. the end. Wait, that's the Sandlot. lot The Sandlot, yeah. line. <laughs> okay, where where do I find this movie at? I'll I'll bring it to you. I'll All right, I'll check it there. out. If it's, yeah,
0: it's on your list, I'll check it out.
1: And and the transition that he goes through as a human being. Okay. And there's so many other things. And location is great. And there's like the commentary on humanity and the human nature and the human I'll check spirit it out. and. It's and the sound. It's the soundtrack. Once again, is also just beautiful. It's um. It's not action packed, but. But there's action in it, and it's. That's all right. Uh, so anyway, all that's right. On my I'll list. check it out. I'll check list. it out. How many out.
0: more do you have on your list?
1: Uh, of I just, actual ten. I just have one more on my. Uh, two more. Two more. Two more. Okay, I have three more then. Okay.
0: I'm trying to narrow it down to ones I don't think that you're going to be on your list too, so I can do that last spot for something else. Okay, Superman. Superman 78. Okay, yeah. It's the defining superhero movie. It's the one that all other superhero movies should be judged by. It's perfect from start to finish. It involves... It's an epic to watch it. It really is. To go from Krypton... And, and you know, I, I've said in other things that you don't need a lot of exposition about uh, basically characters, but you did need it in this one. Because this is the one that defines other superhero movies. Yeah. And, and opens it up to a whole new audience. Uh, It treats the material with respect. Mm -hmm. Um, And Richard Donner used this word, uh, verisimilitude or something like that, that each, that this is to be done with integrity Mm -hmm. and not be played down, that this is American folklore and it needs to be treated like that. And it really did treat it like that. To have the scenes on Krypton with um, the destruction and the family and sending him to earth. And then, so that's that one chunk of the movie. And then you get the second chunk, which is like the coming of age story of Clark at smallville. And then you get to the third stage where it's now Clark in metropolis and the emergence of Superman. Um, and then interweaved in that last part, the whole confrontation with Lex and yeah. him falling in love with Lois. Uh, it's just, it's incredible. It, you, when you watch the movie, it's like you're watching the entire life of Superman. Yeah. Like it's not just, here's one little adventure. This is, you're watching the birth of this character and the coming of age of this character and everything. This, it could have been three movies and it's one movie.
1: Well, it's probably how they treated it once again, having yeah. this concise, contained, okay, we got one shot at this. How are we going to tell this story of this character? I mean, they didn't know that they were oh, yeah. going to be like as big as it was. Oh, it without a doubt. Sequels.
0: I mean, they were <laughs> filming one and two simultaneously, so they planned on two movies. Yeah, okay. Um, it, it was going to be a huge movie, but I don't think they ever ex- expected it to be you know, history making a yeah. movie. Um, and Christopher Reeve <clears throat> defines Superman. I mean, when I think Superman, I, I can't get past it. Like I can never, yeah. that's the first image that pops in my head. That's when I see something Superman, I judge it in my head by, is it really like Superman? And the thing I'm thinking of is that really like Superman is Chris Reeve's Superman. Um, even more, I, I love, uh, obviously I love Michael Keaton's Batman, but even more than that, This defines Superman. I can't ever get past it. Like I'll never in my head stop judging anything Superman by Chris Reeves' Superman. Animation, I judge it by Chris Reeves' Superman. Comics, I judge it against Chris Reeves' Superman. Everything is against Chris Reeves' Superman. Whereas even though I love Michael Keaton's definition of Batman, I have Kevin Conroy in my head as the animated Batman. And I have certain artists' interpretations of Batman. When I get in Batman in my head, it's kind of a jumble of a bunch of different Batmans. Superman, it's clear and concise. It's Christopher Reeve Superman. That's it. Um, and perfect soundtrack, perfect filming, directing, effects.
1: Great. It's great. Just great. Can't wait to see it on the big screen. Super excited. I'll go see that. That's going to be fun. Going back to Sand Pebbles real quick, you talked <laughs> you talked about um, <clears throat> source material. Yeah. And this is based on a, a book written by this sailor guy. Like I said, 600-page book, Whoa. which I read. And I... I don't know of any other movie that managed to get so close to the source oh, material wow. with what they did. I mean, they they had to cut stuff that's out. That's cool. But there's nothing they cut out that was important, and it really. So anyway, that's awesome. It just uh, so uh, Terminator Two. I forgot
0: to put that on here. I'm glad you put it on. <coughs> <man>. Tur- <coughs> Terminator Two is perfect.
1: It is. It's and, great. And it's uh, one of those sequels. It's one of than the, the sequels. It's better than the original. And somebody might call me crazy, but uh, I love uh,
0: the original Terminator, but it's not as defining for me as Terminator 2 was.
1: I think we've talked about this, but it's a lot like alien and aliens where alien is the horror movie. Terminator is the horror movie. Yeah. And this is the sequel where you get to have, they turn a horror movie into an action movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Like army of darkness is the action movie. that, And, but it's not just that it's not just sequel. It's, these, the effects,
0: again, just like uh, Jurassic Park came out at the perfect time.
1: Right, and you, there are some, some of the things where he's transforming in the in the liquid that I'm like, eh, maybe could be better, but is not a hang up in any way. Not at all. And Arnold is perfect in it. He doesn't, his accent doesn't bother me. There's everything about it, the setup for it is that he's the bad guy. And you know, it just creates all this tension yeah. when, when Linda Hamilton, when Sarah Connor sees them, slow it the, down. slow Yeah. And she's having this flashback. Yeah. I mean, doesn't show without showing the flashback, you know that she's having a flash. It's
0: playing out exactly how it played out.
1: Yeah. Before. And that music is playing. Yep. I mean that. I yeah. mean, it creates that soundtrack creates the feeling of a future, a future world with danger and it's memorable and how, da-na-na. I mean, it's, it's just, it's great. It's a great movie from start to finish. Once again, nothing in there that I really want to cut out. Nothing in there is skip worthy. Everything at, lends to something else in the film. It's just, it's, and you get to triumph. the point
0: in the end where you care about this. With, the, with yeah. the killing machine in the first one, you're actually sad at the end of this one. Yeah. Like you're like, Oh, I'm attached to him now too. And it's one of the only movies with a kid character that I didn't find absolutely annoying. Yeah. But I I most movies, even as a kid when they had a kid character, I never identified with the kid character. I never wanted to be like the kid right. character. I never liked the kid character. I like John Connor. As a kid, I was like, man, John Connor, even though he's kind of a punk, he's cool, man. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. He's, cool. he's got that cool camouflage outer jacket. Man, he's got the bike. rides around on the scooter and he can hack stuff. He uh, was like I said, the only kid character I can think of. In a movie that I didn't find was no. a detriment in some way to the movie in in, in certain scenes. Yeah, I like John Connor.
1: Yeah, I did too. Uh,
0: okay, Goldfinger. Ah, good one. It's the best James Bond film it, because it's the only perfect James Bond film, in my opinion. Yeah, I like From Russia with Love, but it's not. I don't think it's as well rounded as Goldfinger is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, I like uh, Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. It's not as well-rounded as Goldfinger is. Mm-hmm. And Goldfinger really sets the tone for all the following James Bond films, yeah. in my opinion. It's got the perfect villain. <laughs> it's got the perfect henchman. It's got the cool gadgets, but not overboard with the cool gadgets.
1: It's the one that gets spoofed. I mean, whenever. The reason yeah. is is because it's yeah.
0: the one everybody can identify with. It. It's got a cool storyline and a cool plot by the bad guy. It's got great lines. Uh, Sean Connery it, is it makes super golf cool makes
1: golf interesting it makes
0: golf interesting yeah, yeah the whole golf match yeah. is it could should be boring in a spy movie but it's it's tense it's, yeah it's funny um yeah Goldfinger man
1: I didn't put it, I right. didn't put any Bond movies on mine because I could not really choose one over another and Goldfinger would be at the top Casino Royale would be at the top yeah But there's there's two. It's like it's tough because yeah, there tough. are
0: some really really great ones. Yeah, but this is the best one right. in my opinion.
1: I, I and have no so, problem with that.
0: I again, and there's nothing I could take out of the movie where we go. Oh, you don't need this. It's all fair. It should be there. Yeah, uh, great song too. Can you think yep. about Goldfinger. It's very. It gets caught in your head. It's yeah. great. Goldfinger's yeah.
1: great. Yes, it is. Uh, okay, this will be my last one on my. 10, uh, Back to the Future.
0: I'm glad you said it, because it was one of my alternatives, so now I can scratch it off.
1: Yeah. Once again, um, I was trying not to say movies that I talk about a lot, but some of them are unavoidable, and Back to the Future is one of those things where magic actually happened, and you get to witness magic happening on film, and it was going to be... Who was... Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz was playing him, and if that had been the case... It would not be what it is. When it, and, and they had the guts to say... Nah, this isn't working. I'm sorry. They and they've get, been filming for a while. Yeah, like two weeks. I think yeah. of filming and, and a lot of, of like, done. Nah, this isn't this isn't working. Yeah,
0: to, to re- completely replace the lead character, yeah. and it completely changed. You can watch some of those Eric Stoltz outtakes, and it's a much darker. Yeah. It feels like a much darker movie.
1: Michael J. Fox steps in,
0: filming simultaneously
1: changes. with his yeah filming show, at night. By the way, one, yeah, he's and
0: during the day and the other, um,
1: and it just. Just every single thing, and it comes together. Every single thing, and it is memorable. Every single thing. Yeah, he
0: becomes Spielberg produced didn't a him, movie but character. Produced. Like it's yeah. you can think of like name ten movie characters. A lot of people are going to name Marty McFly. And if you just name off movie characters,
1: the interaction with him and the, I mean just everything. Cool um, car, cool effects. Yes, it's, and it holds up. Yeah, it really does. That's that's one where the effects, like when the photograph is fading and his hand is fading, I'm like. Wow, they did, they did, pretty, they did good good pretty good, well, and pretty car, good here. Well, in the car, like sure.
0: jumps through time and all the effect of the lightning around yeah. it and stuff. Um, and you know, I, I think of movies that my sons will grab the DVDs and watch over and over again. Yeah. Back to the Future is probably the main one yeah. that they're always like, you know, watch Back to the Future? And they'll watch all three Back to the just Future. just fun every time. time. Um, yeah. yeah, and so if they're able to find something in it, me being distanced from it 30 years and still loving it, uh, that they're young and they have latched on to it and found something that they just keep coming back to. And they didn't grow up in 1985. Right. So all those things, his current time is a foreign time to them, but they still are completely attached to yeah. the movie. They still understand everything that's going on. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're growing up in 2015. What is the future to that movie? Yeah. And they still find it super enjoyable from a whole different angle.
1: It uh, totally works. It totally yeah. holds up. It totally does.
0: <clears throat> okay, so uh, from nine number 10, I have three left here. I will pick one that I'm surprised didn't make your list. Okay. Pulp fiction.
1: Yeah, I that it crossed my mind. Um, I can't remember why I didn't put it on there except that maybe I don't know. I I I, I guess I don't need the gimp. Yeah, I I guess? G- but it's it all plays into everything. I could, I could do it without the butt rape. You know, but it all plays into that story. I, I know, I know.
0: It makes yeah. It's maybe uncomfortable to watch it, but it plays I, I into that scene, and it doesn't. I mean, the Butch
1: yeah
0: coming back and taking him out and then having the, the right. conversation between him and Marcellus. None of that makes. I mean, you have to right. have all that there. He vindicates
1: for it to work. himself. Yeah, yeah. I when he's choosing the weapon. Yeah, that's awesome. It could have been. It could have been another heinous act. It could have been, but. but it it's wasn't. a very heinous act. <laughs> yes, and so you want Butch
0: to go down and exactly. save him yeah. because it's such a heinous right. act. Like, That's true. He could have left Marcellus. That's true. It was some other act. You can be like, "Good, Marcellus deserves it. Get out of there, Butch." That's true. But you're like, "Dude, you got to save him. Look what he's going through. You got to get down there. Yeah, you got to help him." And so you want Butch to go down there yeah. and do his thing because these guys are vile. You had to make somebody more vile than you felt Marcellus was at that point.
1: Huh? Um, I agree. I mean, yeah, Vincent Vega. I know. He's so cool, man. That's the best John Travolta role. Oh, without a doubt. I think about him acting for all those years and then didn't have his best role until. Until this one. And 92. then didn't have another role
0: after it. Yeah. It matched it. Yeah. I mean. I know. Great I know. soundtrack. I know. Great direction. When you think about Quentin Tarantino and why he gets. Let's go all those guys. Praise, this movie's why. Yeah. Because of this. Put, the, he did this.
1: But Samuel Jackson. He's being. All star cast. For
0: life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Harvey Keitel yep. is the white wolf at the end. Great. So sure. many great lines. I know it's a great movie. You know it's a great movie. You know it's perfect. I know Alright, So, this. Pulp Fiction. There we go. That was my number 10. Oh,
1: okay. I, have
0: three other, I have two other ones left, though. I
1: wonder what your other ones are. Okay. Right. Well, man, there's so many. Um, Jack Reacher was one. Wow. I think really is a perfect movie.
0: That's impressive movie made it on the
1: list. I bumped it down because... It hasn't had the test of time. There hasn't been, yeah. you know, years and years and years for me to, but, but it hits all the beats. Um, the Incredibles is one. Oh, that is that a good one. Nate actually reminded me of he gave me his list, and that was um, on there. I, I did not think of it on my own, but it it really. I'm
0: sure there's lots that we're going to go back. There's so to, that many. People are going to mention afterwards. Are gonna oh, go, oh yeah. I should have put that on there. Oh,
1: yeah. We said The Sandlot earlier. I think The Sandlot is a perfect Sandlot movie. Sandlot is a perfect movie.
0: because I um, think for,
1: Christmas Story is a perfect Christmas movie. Christmas Story is a perfect movie, and I think Home Alone is a perfect movie. I agree. Also.
0: We talked about all three of them as we were talking. Exactly. Those are perfect, too. Um, and
1: another uh, a comedy is Dumb and Dumber. That one is very funny. And I still laugh. I still laugh, too. Billy Madison, I still laugh. I still laugh at all the Dumb and Dumber parts your, that... I mean, I laugh at every joke and it's, they're not dated It's like, once again, hitting all the beats, hitting, yeah. hitting the stride and just making everything, there's still a cohesive story with it. It's not just thrown in like, oh, here's a gag. Just, be, it's like, it just worked. So those are my runner ups.
0: Um, alien. You mentioned it.
1: Uh, yeah. That's another one but that
0: alien. I think is perfect. It's alien, perfect is,
1: alien is a perfect movie. Horror
0: sci-fi movie. Yeah. Um, John Carpenter's the thing.
1: This thing is pretty darn, pretty good. darn yeah, perfect. Pretty darn,
0: and uh, Halloween,
1: Halloween, original Halloween, yeah.
0: John Carpenter. Yeah. Um, it is the best horror movie ever made. I agree. Uh, it's perfectly filmed, perfect uh, acting, perfect soundtrack, um, very scary main character that memorable defined the genre. Yeah. everybody, everybody else that came afterwards, like we want a Halloween, we want to make a Halloween. Right. So everything else that came after, it, Jason and Freddy and all those things, were. Copying what he did perfectly here. i um, excited for the the sequel, whatever you are going to call it, um, because this movie is so great, and I want more of that. I want more of that perfect movie spilled into other things. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. So that's it, right? We did it. We did it. We did we, more than 10. We did it with ease. And I'm sure that we missed a bunch. I'm sure that there's going to be people that if there is anybody that interacts, which there often is not. There are a bunch. Uh, that they're going to mention that we've yeah. neglected here. Um, Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad Road Ma-
1: Warrior. I'd say Road Warriors. Yeah, yeah that's... I, mean, I love the first movie. I can't I decide too, which one of those I like better. Road Warriors is better. Um, Predator. Predator is another one that I Probably think really is there. a perfect movie.
0: Um, there's a bunch that, yeah, that you could throw out there as perfect movies. Yeah,
1: I think yeah. Lawrence of Arabia is a, is a perfect movie. Length is another one that I consider yeah, a Planet factor. Of the Apes. Planet of the Apes was one that I considered too. Yeah, I was I went down in my movie room last night. I already had half of my list. Yeah, and I was just looking at each. I was just looking down the road, and I was like, "Geez, I got yeah." RoboCop. I can't put all these on here.
0: RoboCop's pretty perfect.
1: I've got ten. I have got 10 i can not Put all these I, on exactly.
0: Here. We, we got it. We had to shoehorn into just ten. As you can see, we had these alternatives already listed here. But you can definitely do way more. We That's can we can do another ten these next just week, 10 and I'll that have a thought of different as perfect list. right now. Yeah right now these are the ten so yeah don't don't think that say I can't believe you guys didn't mention this we probably think it is perfect Men- the thing you're talking about mention it mention it and see if we do think it's perfect. yeah we, we probably will agree with you that it's perfect we just had to try and get it as close to 10 as we could mm. so put your list on facebook.com slash action features uh, and let us know what you think is if we didn't mention it here throw it out there too yeah say hey what about this one do you
1: guys think this one's perfect hey Maybe not. Maybe yes. Hey guys, I think it's perfect. Do you? you I think it's
0: perfect. But yeah. Maybe we don't.
1: Yeah. All right. That it? That's it. James has got to get out of here, man. Get it's out time of here. crunch. Dinner's ready, man. All right.
0: All right.